Hey, Song Surfers, welcome to Song Surfing. It's your friend John. Song Surfing is a bi weekly playlist of independent music pulled from the far reaches of the internet. Song Surfing is now a part of the Live from Lincoln Lodge podcast network. Visit thelincolnlodge.com to listen to all of the other great podcasts on the network. And while you're there, you can learn more about the venue and get info on the planned reopening. In this special edition of Song Surfing with Friends, I'll be talking to Cassidy Watts, singer songwriter from Sydney, Australia. Cassidy was featured on episode four of Song Surfing, and in preparing for this episode, I've really enjoyed listening to all of her music. She's brought in some songs from some of her favorite independent artists, and we're also going to be talking a bit about songwriting. So let's go surfing. Hi, Cassidy. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm living it up in, in Chicago here. We've uh, we've had some <laughs> beautiful spring weather, and it's been... Uh, such a nice, uh, nice treat after the six months of Chicago winter. Um, so how did you go about choosing the music for today's episode? Was there any theme? How, where did it come from? Well, at first, I honestly struggled a lot trying to figure out what song would I use? How could I get three songs just out of nowhere? But then I kind of thought about it and I realized I'm surrounded by so many great musicians around me that I've met personally um through my music career through my personal life um so i thought why not give them the opportunity to get the music heard um and yeah that's really what i thought and then these people have written their own songs they've produced it um and yeah they're really great i just wanted to give them the opportunity to be heard i mean they the tracks themselves also um vary a lot from each other They've got their very different styles across the three songs. Um, but yeah, very lucky to, lucky to have these guys as my friends. So, Okay, so these are all artists that you know personally from in and around Sydney? Yeah, and from home, yep. Excellent. And have you, um, you, you know, in normal times, do you, do you gig often? I've only gigged once, and that was actually with one of these guys, one of these songs that I'm going to show you today. <laughs> All right, excellent. Uh, well, you picked a good good batch of songs. It was um, it was fun uh, listening to all of them, and everyone seems very nice too. You know, in my interactions with them, getting permissions to play the music. So, what we're going to hear first is uh, the band Highline with the song "Runaway." Highline is a four piece band from Sydney who formed after playing together in their school jazz band, which uh, has a spe- has special meaning to me since my my day job is as a school band director. Having spent 2020 writing and recording new music at the Grove Studios, they're looking forward to being a part of the re-emerging live music scene around Sydney. They have a show coming up on April 3rd at Oxford Art Factory, and tickets are available on their website. The band told me that Runaway was written about that awkward stage post-breakup where they're still feeling there. It's messy and complicated. They said they wanted to express that feeling of regret after ending it with someone. Let me unwind what I twisted up is their favorite lyric, and as they say, really sums up the tune. Sam, the frontman of the band, said, It was written in a car ride home after I saw a girl I was with at the time with somebody else. I was hungover and sad and just started putting it all in my phone. Before we play, Cassidy, is there anything you want to um, tell us about the song or what your connection is to it or anything? Yeah, so honestly, I love the easiness of this track. You listen to it, it's one that you could just put on the car you're driving you just you just know the words you just sing along with it it's so easy like this groovy rock 
um, and just upbeat. If you walked into a pub and this was playing, you'd start dancing straight away, basically. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I mean, I think, um, you know, there are different types of listening that people do. Some people are into, you know, the, the real content of the lyrics. Uh, every song has to be jam-packed with meaning and subtext. <laughs> but, you know, there's really something to be said about, you know, for a song that just makes you want to move, just makes you feel good. Exactly. <laughs> and interesting that the, the song can have that kind of connection, even though the lyrics come from, um, you know, maybe a, a place of angst. Exactly. It's kind of like this direct opposite thing happening. It's, yeah, very clever how it's been done. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Highline with Runaway. Thank you. 
Just let me lay it for a bit To know if I can handle it There was a time when everything was perfect And I had the best idea of what I was going to do Stuck in the mind of education Losing my very own foundations But then the year turned round And the daylight burned quicker And the anxieties couldn't be vanquished By the beer in my hand Cause we were born in little towns With big hearts we never let each other drown So let that rain come on down Until the day Someone says I want the fuck out What's the difference between The fresh green grass and the weeds I know sometimes it's hard to tell the difference Cause fresh green grass can be weed If it's not where it's wanted
In the Key of Q is a new podcast series featuring music and conversation with queer musicians from around the world. Musicians like Soulful Ty McKinney. Musicians like suburban pop king Matt Fischel. And musicians like rapper Deism. That's In the Key of Q, available on all the usual podcast providers. What's up, everybody? This is No Repeat, a music podcast where we pick three songs every week with no repeats and no do-overs to create a perfect playlist for every occasion life throws at you. And to help curate the playlist, we take listener suggestions from songs that take over the world to best karaoke songs. And finally, to wrap up the whole package, we do notable B-sides, which are songs that were oh so close to being picked, but just didn't make it. Learn about three new songs every week on our podcast, No Repeat. Available everywhere you get podcasts. You're holding on to pieces And nothing's gonna change the way you feel inside A self-consuming state of mind You're trying not to break, I know and pushing me away is the reason for your lies I don't have a reason all the time It's funny how you say you need your space When I'm 10,000 miles away And you're doing the things you were afraid I'd do But maybe as the seasons change We'll find a way to grow and act like it's all fine But this isn't the first time We're trying to stay afloat by holding on to the memories unspoken Baby, all those years were golden You lying to yourself and so am I We don't want to say we're broke Baby, all those years were golden It's hard enough to walk away With slamming doors and packing up your stuff You know it really fucks me up, oh You keep the pictures on your phone I'll tell you I delete it all except a few But we both know said we never change now i'm ten thousand miles away and i'm doing the things you were afraid i'd do but maybe as the seasons change we'll find a way to grow and act like nothing's wrong but it's better to move on we're trying to stay afloat by to the memories unspoken Baby, all those years were golden You're lying to yourself and so am I We don't want to say we're broken Baby, all those years were golden The sun rises on another day And maybe the sky
storm sets in and it's thundering There's nothing we can do It's funny how we said we never change. Now I'm talking about you in the past tense. We're trying to stay afloat by holding on to the memories unspoken. Baby, all those years were golden. You lied to as well and then Sterly. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Sterly? Yeah, Sterly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's been one of my um, one of my biggest challenges, I think, with the show, especially when I have um, artists from Eastern Europe mm-hmm. just trying to pronounce the names oh. of the songs and the artists and not completely butcher them. Yep. I've honestly noticed that myself in terms of like the name of them. I was like, wow, how did you even get that? <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's sometimes just, impressive. I mean, I, you know, I'll ask the artist for pronunciation, but even then I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> floundering. <Yep. laughs> like I had one where I had to, um, I had to speak French and I, I have no clue. I never took French in school. <laughs> yep. uh, so it's just, it's, well, it's another language to me. Hey, Song Surfers, welcome back. We just listened to Highline with Runaway. Second in the block was Isaac Smith with the song Green to Grave from the EP Little Towns. About the song, Isaac from the band told me, This song was written during that period of time after you finished high school and before you start uni. I'd moved away from my hometown of Scone to Sydney. Did I say that right, Sydney? <laughs> yeah, Scone. Or Cassidy. <laughs> Not to be confused with Scone the food. Yeah, this is Scone. <laughs> uh, all right, great. With that change of scene and living in a dodgy-ass apartment with strangers, I began to feel overwhelmed and started questioning whether I was going in the right direction with my life. The chorus is pretty much just dedicated to my mates, family, and hometown. It reflects how I was missing the sense of community and the slower pace of living. Looking back, I kind of laugh at how dramatic it seems, but I still resonate with a lot of the lyrics, and it did help me get through that period of my life. Man, I'm a sucker for songs like this that sound contemplative, but I like how this one, at the same time, sounds like Isaac's processing all of his thoughts and emotions as the song goes on. (laughs) Yeah, it's really special how he does that. I mean, this this track especially is quite different to a lot of his other music that he has released in the past because um, he's usually like a typical Aussie pub rock um, with all the band kind of just great tunes. Uh, but this one, he's really uh, stripped it all back and just like gone back to this so much like simplicity. Guitar and vocals, that's all it is. Um, and it just makes it so like personable. And when st- telling that story, you can just follow along the process. I mean, I love it as well when it gets to the very end of the song. You're almost like you're left on a cliffhanger, um, but you know exactly what would happen. And it's almost like you can hear it in your head, like what happens 
or the word that's going to be said, but it doesn't actually, you don't hear it. Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, it's nice when you can really connect with the song <laughs> like that. And, exactly. and in your mind, it becomes even something bigger than the song originally was. Third in the block was the song Golden by Sterley. Sterley is a singer, songwriter, pianist, and producer born in Australia, but raised in Singapore. About the song, Sterley told me, we often cling to positive memories to avoid the gut-wrenching reality of a broken relationship. While reflecting on time with an ex-love can be an emotionally draining process, it's not always a negative experience. Golden explores the bittersweet reality of remembering happy times with someone that's no longer part of your life. Despite the pain of coming to terms with reality, the memories remain golden. I like how the song has these subtle modulations in it. I, I wonder if that, that's an intentional, um, intentional bit of tone painting uh, where they were trying to show the narrator passing on to the next chapter of life, or if it was just something that just sounded cool to them. <laughs> I think it kind of goes hand in hand, really. I mean, what I love about this song is the story behind it, as you mentioned. I mean, it's so nice to hear a song about a past experience um, but viewed in a positive light. It's very refreshing and you honestly don't get that too often these days. Um, and my favourite part about the track is at the end of the bridge where things take a turn, like harmonically, as you also mentioned, like with modulation and stuff um, and with the vocals. And he says that um, it's going, like talking about you in the past tense. That just kind of like strikes a chord and it's like, oh, sad. <laughs> it's really fun when, when the bridge takes the song to a new emotional level yeah. or it, it expands on what was the story that was told in the verse exactly yeah i think they're the hardest part of the song to write exactly <laughs> so cassidy what what brought you to making music how did you get into all of this mm -hmm. um well i was born into a very musical family um from the start my mum is a singer she used to play guitar don't ask me about my dad. He can not do anything at all. So I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but no, I've got brother and sister and they've both played music growing up. I and mean, we've all been put into um, early childhood music lessons, playing recorder. Then we've all been playing uh, piano. And then it just kind of expanded on that for all of us. So it was just kind of building up that familiarity with music. Um, and it just kind of became this second nature. I think almost like a second language, really. Um, and then it just led to all these new little opportunities. Um, and yeah. So you said you started with recorder? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Was that I in did. school or was that, um, how, what uh, form I, was that in? I think that was through the music school. Um, you could like just when you're at a, I don't know, a certain age of young, <laughs> um, just early childhood music lessons go to the conservatorium, you'd learn some recorder in a group. <laughs> you know, home. I've heard a lot of people kind of crap on recorder, <laughs> but I really like it. And I remember learning it in school when I was a kid and I was very excited to learn that recorder. Yep. I mean, it, I only, it only took me until what, maybe uh, the start of this year, year or last year uh, that I realized that there was different types of recorders in terms of like there's an alto recorder, an antenna recorder, a bass recorder. Yeah. Who knew? I just thought there was only the one standard one that was like the young kids just played and didn't play very well. Yeah, it's that's a fun rabbit hole to go down if you yeah. want to totally nerd out on some <laughs> on some stuff. Go, yep. uh, go on YouTube and look up uh, recorder ensembles. Yep. Listen to some Renaissance they music. Exist. 
<laughs> so you said your mom was a musician? Yeah, yep. She still sings today. She's lovely. <laughs> when I had uh, Glenn Clark on the show, he talked about actively seeking out elements to build a song from. He looks for little ideas or even sound effects that he can build up a song around. Anything that gets the ideas flowing. This seems to be such an elusive thing for people that, who are, that are new to songwriting, just knowing how to get started or you know, where, to, where to go with their song. And then even when you hear some professional songwriters talk about it, some of them make it seem so abstract. So I'm curious, how does it work for you? How do you get a song going? Where do the ideas come from? Well, honestly, it kind of depends on the song at the time I am in my life, really. Um, for example, for this song I'm going to be showing uh, a bit later in the show, um, I came up with the concept first. I knew that I wanted to uh, write an upbeat, uh, really poppy song because that's something that I haven't really done before and it was kind of like this weakness that I had because I hadn't done it. I didn't know exactly how to get that um, the elements together. So for me, it was that concept. So I started just working uh, working out the chords, working out a groove, um, and then then came the actual story or the plot line of the song. Um, so really it differs. I've had songs where I've just sat at the piano. I play around a bit until I, uh, I hear something that I think has potential and then I just keep working with that and then it kind of progresses. Um, I've had other times where I've just sat and I've just opened up the notes in my phone and I just write, write something and then whatever kind of strings along. Um, so for me, I don't really have a necessary, like a, a strict process that I stay to every time. It kind of just changes and depends on a number of things really. So you take the ideas from where they come, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I like that um, on the, you'd mentioned starting with the concept first on some songs and actually starting with what you view as um, a shortage in your output. You know, I don't have as many upbeat and poppy tunes, so I'm going to I'm gonna write something like that. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. You know, you do hear some artists, especially ones who've been around for a long time, that kind of get in a rut, you know, and they don't very, uh, veer too far away from their sound because that's their sound. And yeah. I think the longer you do that, it's hard to imagine doing anything else. Exactly. So I think that that's, that's cool. And you can hear that in your music. You know, there is, they all sound like you, but there really is variety from song to song. So that leads to um, the next question that I had for you, just in listening to your music. You seem to incorporate elements of different genres. So is that something that you conceive ahead of time, you know, where you always set out to, I'm going to try to do this or try to do that, or sometimes is it just what pops in your head? Most of the time for this, it's just a matter of, it just comes to me at a point when I'm in the middle of producing the song and I try something, sometimes it might work, sometimes it might not, but I try my best to kind of fit it in as best as possible, um, really. Um, I don't like adhering to, like, like I've said before, I don't like uh, adhering to like these specific structures so when an idea kind of comes and it doesn't it doesn't really align with the rest of the track I think well it's kind of an opportunity to take the track somewhere else um so it's not necessarily intentional but it kind of 
once the idea comes in, then it is intentional. <laughs> but yeah, kind of j- just just flows. Do you record a lot of your stuff yourself? Yeah. So all of my songs, except for one, I produced myself. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Very. I mean, very I, impressive. <laughs> for me as well, like I think when I get to the producing stage, that's kind of where most of my song actually is. That sounds going to sound silly, but it's where it's created in terms of half the song probably wouldn't even be like it wouldn't be in existence half the song because I haven't I've only got the main words and the chords or like the piano part say um but as soon as I kind of get into get into my door and I start recording it all that's when I get the new little ideas here and there they kind of pop up um and kind of make the track unique and a bit special so yeah, so you use the DA as a songwriting tool, maybe almost as a songwriting partner. Yeah, yep. All right, lets you test out ideas. Um, that's that's what I do too, and it's it's been years since I've played with a band, and I've always missed that aspect of it, but I find that working with the DA, and especially if you go from song to song and you give a little bit of time before you come back to one of them, yep. then it's almost like you can come up with new ideas, even though you're just playing with, uh, playing by yourself. Yeah. All right. So let's take a listen to one of your songs. So we'll hear Sublime Paranoia. Um, is there anything you'd like to tell us about it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So for this song, as I mentioned before, I went into it with the outlook that I wanted to uh, create an upbeat dance track. Um, and honestly, in the initial stages, it kind of turned into a, um, a Latin sounding song with all just the groove. It was me singing in some... Uh, piano and it was just it was uh, it was still funky but not quite the same that I wanted to get um but no I was experimenting with combining like electro uh, electronic elements and especially experimenting with the electronic production so using like panning EQ pitch shifting and like distortion and all the things like that um I mean I would definitely listen to this uh this track with headphones just so that you can hear a lot of those little things that you wouldn't hear if you were just playing it out loud from a phone or something um and yeah that's that's yeah, you really do have a lot of cool production stuff going on but just from a song um point of view too it's um it's a really good song I, I like the chorus a lot and i like the contrast between the chorus and the verses they're almost uh even though lyrically they're related they're almost mm-hmm. like two different two different worlds <laughs> or maybe two <laughs> sides of a, of a coin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's take a listen to Cassidy Watts, sublime paranoia. In my eyes 
song surfers we're back we just listened to cassidy watts song sublime paranoia so cassidy is there anything that you'd like to plug yeah so if you'd like to hear more of my music you can do so by searching cassidy watts on all streaming services i also post frequently uh, some covers and uh, uh ensemble works i'm in a few different ensembles jazz band and choirs so you can find that on my instagram and facebook which you can find searching at cassidy watts music uh, if you have any queries or suggestions, feel free to send me a message and I'll be sure to get back to you. Okay, excellent. Cassidy, thanks so much for being a guest on this special edition of Song Surfing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hey, Song Surfers, thanks for listening to this episode. And thanks to Cassidy Watts for bringing in some excellent tunes. Before we wrap things up, I want to tell you about one of the other excellent shows on the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. Chicago Fight Club is a show about conflict. Comedian MC Lightsey and the rest of the Fight Club team chat with or interrogate Chicago's best up-and-coming comics about anything, tackling current issues, life perspectives, and why they're still mad at their dads. Recorded live at the Lincoln Lodge Theater, check out Chicago Fight Club. There's always something to fight about. 
If you'd like to hear more from the artists you've heard on this episode of Song Surfing, be sure to check out the show notes at songsurfingpodcast.com, where you'll find the links to the artist's websites, band camps, and other sites to purchase, stream, and support the artists directly. Also, remember to tell a friend about your favorite artist and share on social media. Bandcamp Fridays are still happening on the first Friday of every month, so that would be a great time to plan your music purchases. Do you have an artist or band that you'd love to hear on Song Surfing? There's a form for that on the website, songsurfingpodcast.com. You can also follow the show on Facebook by searching Song Surfing Podcast and Instagram at Song Surfing Podcast. Since I'm just starting out, it would really help if you could tell some friends about the show, and it would really, really help if you could leave a five-star review in your favorite podcast app as well as follow or subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you're new to podcasts, you can search for Song Surfing in the podcast app that came with your phone or on Spotify, then hit the subscribe button, which on some of those apps looks like a plus. Once you subscribe, new episodes will appear in your feed, and it helps the show to be more visible when folks browse for new podcasts. In the Apple and Google podcast apps, as well as Podchaser, and I think Stitcher, Um, there's an option to leave a review and a five-star rating also helps the show to be visible. If you'd like to reach out with any comments or suggestions, if you have any ideas for the show, you can email me at songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. You heard some promos on this episode for podcast friends of the show. In the Key of Q, No Repeat Podcast and Chicago Fight Club. So check out the show notes for links and give those a listen. You might find your new favorite podcast besides Song Surfing, of course. Um, I was recently interviewed by Dan Hall of In the Key of Q, and that should be available soon. Thanks to Josh Ween for letting me use his song, Living in a Fishbowl, as the theme music for the show. You can find Josh's music on Bandcamp by searching his artist name, Ween Solo, that's spelled W-I-E-N-S-O-L-O. Thanks also to Patrick Moonbird for letting me use his song, Little Pills, as the outro music that you're hearing now. Patrick's music is available everywhere you stream music and is linked in the show notes. See you next time.